Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Today is January 17th, 2022, and that new intro is by Thomas Bergerson, entitled Rocket to the Moon, that was released on YouTube just a couple of days ago. The title of today's podcast is There is No Part of You That Is Not Awesome. Written portion begins now. There is no part of you that you need to get rid of. It is deluded to think so. The only thing to dispose of is your delusion. It sounds like a bold and audacious thing to say, this concept that there is nothing wrong with you. But the key here is that we are talking about you with a capital Y. The problem isn't that you are amazing. The problem is that you are deluded into thinking that you are not. The more amazing you are, the more humble you also are, because amazing people see amazingness everywhere, even and especially in the people that they come in contact with in their daily lives. This is one of the most profound secrets and mysteries of life. When you fully realize this, you become liberated. You realize that there is nothing to be worried about and life becomes a celebration of love and truth for everyone. And that concludes the written portion. And now let's dive into that. There is no part of you that is not awesome. What exactly does that mean? That means that there's that unlimited piece of you deep within and that is awesome. Everything else that doesn't relate to your unlimited empowerment is not you. Because the immortal you doesn't have these limitations. And so when we box ourselves in to the mind and define ourselves by how society defines us, then you become limited. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You can love every limiting experience in your life. And maybe it's necessary for you to experience different roles. Maybe you need to be a dentist. Maybe you need to be a fireman. Maybe you need to be a police officer. Maybe you need to be a criminal. Maybe you need this experience to understand the nuances of life. Now, of course, we're not advocating that you break the law, but instead of feeling intense regret and remorse and guilt about things that you may or may not have done that you are ashamed of, isn't it better to identify with the unlimited part of you and discard, cast aside the parts of you that you don't want? You don't need to identify with the part of you that doesn't inspire you because that is what's holding you back. This belief that the uninspiring aspects of you is who you are and that's not the real you. You are more than that. And that's what we mean by the capital Y, the capital U the uppercase U. That is 
your ultimate power. And everyone has this. And it's only when we neglect that side of us that we can become deluded into something less than who we are. We should never let the world define us, but instead go within to find your unique, empowered identity. And the mistake that people make is in accepting the narrow view that others have of them and let themselves believe that delusion. Never let anyone define who you are. Don't let your parents define who you are. Don't let your best friends define who you are. Don't let your enemy define who you are. All of these, no matter how much you love these people or loathe them, they are not you. They are external to you. Nobody can know you better than you can discover the depths of your being yourself. It can be a tricky world that we live in, <laughs> just to be candid, because there's so much drama that can happen, right? We can, you can get lost into this pointless, meaningless, superficial drama and somehow attribute it to you. And in order to overcome that, you need to look within to something that inspires you. If you don't inspire yourself, how can you inspire other people? Let's imagine that your life is a movie. Do you want to be a villain in your own movie? No. In fact, villains in real life, they don't see themselves as villains. In fact, they create a narrative whereby they come out looking the hero, no matter how bad or awful the reality might be in terms of their deeds or actions. People are so quick to play the blame game and blame external situations and events for who they are. But let's give you a quick pro tip here. One thing about being a human, and let's say you are a great soul and you have that power within you. Well, guess what? You are like a secret agent being dropped in behind enemy lines, you might say. And you can overcome any situation that you find yourself in. There are so many rags to riches stories of people overcoming the most adverse impossible odds and yet emerging victorious and building their own empire. And that can happen for you too. The only thing that separates these superpowered people compared to those that, let's say, don't accomplish so much in their life is that these kind of people believe in themselves and they're willing to do what it takes to make happen the vision that they see for reality. And this doesn't happen overnight. In fact, maybe before this can happen for you, you need to have a breakthrough. And those kind of breakthroughs can happen and will happen, but especially will happen if you allow it. If you are coming from that adaptive mindset 
that can roll with the punches and turn lemons into lemonade, as they might say. But this concept of there being no part of you that is not awesome is such a powerful concept of firmly ingrained within you. What does that mean? That means that all your limitations, those are not you. You don't need to identify with them. You can let them go. If there's something that you don't want to have in your life, you can drop it. And I'm not talking about only material situations and relationships and friendships or a job you don't like. Of course, yeah, you can discard those if you feel so inspired. But the point is, is that within yourself, you may have weaknesses. You may not like experiencing those ups and downs. You may not like being victim to your desire and being easily triggered by other people. And maybe you don't want other people to have that power over you. And so you can come to that place of resilience and which we've talked about in the previous podcast, coming to that place of impenetrable mind whereby nobody has the power to interrupt your bliss. But maybe it's important first to experience that bliss. And how you can do that is set aside a certain portion of your day to remind yourself that you are awesome, that you are unlimited, and that you can identify with only the best parts and not the parts that you don't like. And that is so huge to be able to really grasp that concept. When you think about it, right now, what about you do you not like? I'm not, I'm not talking about your physical appearance. You may be overweight. You may not have a good self-image when it comes to your body. And of course, that can change too. I mean, with obesity, for example, if you set your mind to it, you can get in shape. You can decide that you are going to get into a workout plan whereby you are working out several times per week. You may start doing jump rope or going on jogs or riding a bike or going to the gym to build up your cardio and work up a sweat and build up your endurance that way. And through exercise, that's one way to keep a positive frame of mind. In fact, I know in psychiatry, it's all the rage to prescribe antidepressants. And if you're on antidepressants, maybe it's a good idea to have as a goal to eventually to come off of them. In my opinion, psychiatrists are too quick to prescribe antidepressants. Oftentimes, just exercising is enough to lift your mood. Exercise is a great natural antidepressant. Besides that, even something simple like eating a banana. Bananas have, uh, what was it, tryptophan or something in it with, whereby it can act as a natural antidepressant. Yeah, I just did a quick Google search and bananas do indeed contain tryptophan, which naturally can raise the serotonin levels in your brain, which is the exact thing that antidepressants uh, do. 
except, of course, bananas don't have those nasty side effects and withdrawal symptoms that you can occur if you stop taking antidepressants, right? But yes, let's think about what is it about you that you don't like? Because anything about you that you don't like, it's very likely that that is not the real you. That you are something more than that. And you can believe, in fact, it's recommended to believe you are not your limitations. You are awesome. Because when you do this, you now have power over your beliefs. You have power over your limitations. And that's what the one living truth is also there to do, to empower you. When you were able to quiet your mind and incorporate these universal truths within you, the universal truth itself will magnetize you and make you into something more. It will fill up your being with positive energy and bliss and your heart will open up into love and being able to experience unconditional love as often as you want and not needing a partner necessarily to experience that. And that's the beauty of being truly independent, to be able to experience unconditional love even if you're alone, even if you have no one, even if you are in a strange and exotic land where people don't even speak your language, you can still have that confidence and that radiating love and bliss within you. And when I say that, I'm speaking from personal experience because I am not in a Western country. I'm in a place whereby people don't speak English. I'm actually in China right now. And I can count on one hand the amount of people that live near me that can even speak English and I can't speak Chinese. And so how am I so positive? I don't have a great number of people in my life and yet I'm still able to produce these podcasts every day. And we're now at episode 52. I know that in the future I'm going to be traveling outside of China and doing other things, but the point is, is that you don't need other people to feel amazing. You have that within yourself. And the ultimate one living truth is a living, breathing, well, maybe breathing is very loosely, we can say breathing, but it's living and pervades everywhere. It's this awesome power, this highly most intelligent force. In fact, there's nothing more intelligent than the one living truth. And we are now at a time in history on planet Earth where we are about to experience a global awakening that has never been seen before. Now that the planet is interconnected and we have the internet and forms of communication, it's ideal as a medium to be able to inspire and awaken others and to spread that message 
around the world. And that's what everything has been culminating into is to get to this place whereby this higher knowledge can spread everywhere and help to ignite that spark of awesomeness in everyone. And what's mind-boggling to me is that there is a opposition to this whole concept of love and truth. Some Many people are triggered. They're actually triggered by the concept of love and truth. And I don't understand that because this is something that everybody needs. Every single heart needs love. Everyone needs love. Every single mind craves truth, even if they don't realize it. And that is what is so amazing to me, why people can be afraid of this or feel triggered by this and this whole concept about toxic positivity. I just find this so hilarious because positivity is not toxic. Yes, it could be argued that maybe some people may lack empathy and certain people, definitely a lot of people are struggling right now. There is suffering that does exist on a pretty massive scale. But in spite of all of that, you can choose to embrace positivity and to be happy and empowered and overcome your adversity, or you can choose to succumb to your environment and believe a limited version of of you. For some reason, there's an appeal of going to war with your own mind and throwing out your individuality and thinking that individuality is somehow a bad thing. And that is so, so dangerous because when you go down that road of collectivism, you're literally going down the road of oppression because whenever you have a group consciousness trying to get everyone to conform, that's not awesome. That's trying to make people into someone's idea of who they are instead of encouraging people to discover their individuality on their own. Your individuality is a great thing and it's part of what makes you awesome. And that is the ultimate spiritual path is that you can't take anyone with you on your deeper inner journey. Only you can go there. Only you can experience the full profundity of your identity. And when you do that, that's when more amazing experiences can happen. And the experience of bliss is just beyond words. Poetry is the only way to really describe that. In fact, maybe that's going to be a direction I'm going to have to go into as this podcast evolves because words can be limiting. In fact, the vastness of who you are is beyond words. And that's what I hope you never, never forget. And this is Adma Boda and divinity.com is back up online. I think Enam had that problem there in a bit. So you can find links of to the Reddit and if you want to be part of the ultimate community. Until next time, you are awesome.